0: It's Tuesday, it's 9am and I have an awesome guest in store. Today, I will be talking to the CEO and founder of March Beirut. I have brought Leia Baroudi onto the airwaves. The last time I spoke with Leia was at least six years ago on a segment I hosted called Positive Lebanon on Light FM Radio in Beirut. Back then, her NGO March was working to resolve a conflict and assist uh, the underprivileged in two areas in Tripoli, that's in the north of Lebanon, that was um, seeing a lot of heavy fighting, that's Bebe Tabini and Jablon Mohsin. So much has changed since then, and her country is now on the edge of complete collapse. So today we asked Leia how she's coping with the crisis. We are so happy to have you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Sophie. I'm so happy to, to, to be here. <laughs> it's sometimes good to just, uh, you know, share thoughts, chat a bit, Definitely.
0: I mean, I'm sure you've been rushed off your feet for the last couple of months and and definitely before that, but accelerated after August 4, I'm sure. So, uh, yes, uh, I I can't wait to talk to you and ask you some questions today. Um, But I just want to touch on something uh, that we are both witnessing since I'm here as well. Uh, Corona cases are spiking, you know, our hospitals are full, but... The frustration, the anger, the fear, the the, the just full on hurt that is taking place in the country, um, leaving the country maybe soon uninhabitable. Um, people are on the streets, um, they're shouting, they're screaming. I don't think corona is a problem anymore, that's just too much to lose. I mean, how are you personally handling these developments? You know, it's hard.
1: Uh, I think it's hard on everyone. Uh, and I think that um, you know, as you said, Corona has become you know um, an elitist concern uh, uh, for us, for us all, uh, and uh, um, everything that we're going that we're going through. Our, our mental health is is, is suffering. Uh, I think so much that at the end of the day, uh, survival is not just about uh, you know staying physically healthy or or uh, uh, you know just. Eating survival is about uh, uh, you know staying sane, uh, trying to have hope for the future, um, you know trying to build something. I mean, we're human beings at the end of the day, and I think that uh, we are not only uh, uh, formatted to 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 address the very simple basic basic needs of of uh, of we need to live. And I think that the problem is that you know, this anger is not just about what we're living in. And today, it's about tomorrow. And I think that without tomorrow, we can't live through today. And this is, I think, what's, what's happening. Um, corona is, as you said, something that is not on the priority list uh, of, of people because we have you know, bigger concerns of, of our future and our, our not only our long-term future, but our very short-term future. So um, yes, we live in a purgatory, I think today, and I think this is the worst place to, to live in.
0: Wow, there's a, there, that's a strong comment there, Lea. I mean, I was mm-hmm. just going to say to you that Dalal Ma'wad, I'm sure we all know who she is. Uh, she was on our show, on the podcast yeah. a couple of months ago. She up and left to Paris uh, in concern of her daughter.
1: I can tell you that today I look at at, at my friends, at, at my parents, at my friends who have children, and, and really f- uh, for the first time, uh, you know, uh, um, I don't envy their situation because you know y- y- the concern of 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 ch- your children is um, not having a, a tomorrow that is worth worth worthwhile and 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 worthy of them is the worst thing and I I perfectly understand uh, uh, um, you know and this is something also that you know there's always sometimes a blame of, of people who you know pack up and leave and I think this is very wrong. Um, uh, I completely understand that people want to put themselves and their children and their mental sanity and, and their future first. You know, we all love our country. We all love Lebanon. But at the end of the day, um, we need to survive. And some people are, are better off, like like Dalal. Uh, 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 I'm sure that she will continue to contribute to, to this country while, while keeping her children and her daughter safe. And somewhat, you know, uh, although I've I've considered many times, I'm not going to lie, packing up and and leaving. Uh, I am still holding on because I I say you know I have the today the luxury that I only need to take care of of my myself and I don't have I don't have children, and so somewhere I say okay well maybe maybe my my way of 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 uh, you know, contributing to this is is you know trying to to hold forth as much as possible because. Uh, uh, I truly understand the need, the need to live to, to live. I've I've felt it and I feel it every day. And uh, you know, when you have when you have children you need to take to to take care of, it's it's very difficult to see, uh, you know, a future here for them. And that's the saddest thing I think in in everything that's happening. Uh, you know, we we're we a country that has no hope for 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 the future generation. And uh, so I say that, you know, at least, you know, the people who can have the luxury to hold forth as much as they can possibly before, before breaking and, uh, you know, trying to push forward. So somewhere, you know, uh, for me, it's it's what kind of pushes me so far to stay.
0: Well, I think me and you are then sort of in a similar boat here. You know, I, I, I have to sort of consider every day, do I up and leave? Um, and go and try to start a family abroad because definitely there's no reason why I would give birth and and put them through this trauma. Or do I take the opportunity, I I can probably still have children the next four to five years and and work it out and and do what I need to do on the ground and help those like you um, gain awareness, create awareness and and offer this uh, helping hand. So yeah, uh, every day is a battle, (laughs) I have to say. Yes. Um, you know you wake up one morning and you're like yes yes i know i've got a purpose i'm, I'm doing things uh, you know I'm, I'm i'm on the straight line and then the next day you wake up you're like what the hell am i doing I'm like, my my suitcase is staring at me i'm gonna pack that bag and i'm gonna go so oh god it's hard <laughs> but I mean, we,
1: yes we, we we live in this constant you know a uh, struggle of, of of up and down but you know most probably if i if I had a different line of work, which is you know regular line of work, which uh, I don't know in in the corporate world or in the arts world or anything like that i I can say I would have probably left a very long time ago what 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 keeps me what keeps me here is uh, the fact that you know i I, I feel like uh, somewhere uh, you know when I see the impact that that at least we we're being able to achieve no matter how 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 big or small it is on on other people's lives i think this is this is the only thing that that makes it worthwhile
0: staying well thank god because you're actually a well established um, organization you know you've been working on the ground for years now so uh, i think there was a lot of expertise and a lot of things that you could have um, been ha- to help with immediately Uh, Once the August 4th blast took place, you know, you had the experience, the know how. I mean, the government wasn't around, you know, no one. Everyone was running around like headless chickens. I mean, I've literally just seen an article on 961 that Japanese scientists have said that the impact of the blast reached the ionosphere, uh, the ion, (laughs) it's not going to come out, sphere of Earth. So like it when the impact was insane, you know, people actually haven't taken this into consideration and we're all still living, thinking we, we don't I I I I don't I didn't even absorb it till now. I don't know where you were when it
1: when it happened. I was here. I, <laughs> a bridge, And up till today, I, I think I haven't I, I don't think anyone has really processed processed what happened. Uh, uh and it's uh, it's beyond you know anything imaginable in addition to everything that's that that, that we've been going through so i think that's you know, everyone who's, who's still here, uh, hats off for them,
0: <laughs> heroes. Seriously. <laughs> for, for somewhat same. Oh, I don't even know if it, if it's, if you can call us heroes or just numb. Like I, I, You know, when you're really into a series on Netflix and you sort of feel like you're living it, but you know that you're not, and you know, you can switch it off and it's okay. You know, it doesn't have to affect you that Very much. Good. That's how I feel. Like I'm still Hoping to switch off Netflix, but it's not happening. It's not. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I, I, am, am I really Netflix engaged? It's Netflix in a nightmare where you can't actually turn it off. I oh, it's just it's, it's 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 too much to handle. It's too much to handle. And and what's happening now is just insane. I mean, uh, let's talk about March now, and and what 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 have you been doing? What have you had to face? What are the severe challenges that you've had to overcome? And and what's the next step? Because I know that you've been rebuilding um, and helping in the rebuilding of Beirut. Yes, part of the work we are doing, yes. yes. Yeah, But mm-hmm. uh, exactly. So are we continuing down that road or are we taking another turn now? Now the revolution seems to have kicked off. I mean, what what's happening? Happening, yes. <laughs> I wish I knew. No, but you know it's you, you you mentioned
1: that the last time that, that that we spoke 6 years ago um we were talking about uh, how i i first started in tripoli with with the, the 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 theater play with the former fighters of the two warring neighborhoods and uh, i think this this experience was was a stepping stone and a turning point in in not only in march but in in, in my life in the sense that uh, uh, you know s- s- since then what we started off in Tripoli has has turned into a, a, a huge cultural space on the former demarcation line where we do a, a full on rehabilitation and reintegration program of former fighters, formerly incarcerated uh, 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 people who have engaged in sectarian violence, of young young men, and and even obviously and always, including women, uh, uh, young women from 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 the area. Uh, so 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 all our work resolved are around peace building and i think that today <laughs> ironically speaking we've been always saying that as long as we don't solve the 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 sectarian tension that have been fueled for so long uh, in, in this country no matter what we do it's it's just hitting the surface and we should really work on uh, you know breaking down the barriers of fear and of prejudice uh, uh, of 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 people uh, you know all around all around lebanon because unfortunately and i think what what we're seeing today uh, besides all the economic catastrophe and all and the beirut blast and everything what we're seeing today uh, uh, this, the social tensions and and the sectarian tensions are the result of of so many years and years and years of this this issue not being addressed and actually being amplified to fuel certain certain rhetoric rhetorics and to maintain Certain people in power, and and so you know this this is something that I had noticed back then in Tripoli when 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 I when I worked with with these these young men who used to hold weapons and used to fight each other uh, um, that you know all of this was the result of years and years of neglect of 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 lack of education of lack of, of skills of lack of hope and this is what's scary because now it's being amplified of lack of hope and a better tomorrow fueled then by you know. People manipulating them into, you know, uh, uh, either, you know, the reason for your hardship is this enemy that 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 you that you don't know and that you fear, uh, and you know, fight for a cause, fight for your religion, fight for and 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 so you realize I realized when I did not did the play how how easy it was, easy and very difficult at the same time, but but easy in the sense to to get them to to change their the perception of the other best just by giving them a space and 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 a safe space and allowing them to talk, to get to know one another, and you know to build skills to feel more confident. And so this was this turned into a complete rehabilitation program where we had we worked so far with I don't know maybe three hundred former fighters so so far in Tripoli. And actually rebuilding Beirut came as 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 a result of that because, Funnily enough, part of the project of of the rehabilitation we did in Tripoli was that we brought these these people together, these young people together, and we taught them initially uh, construction skills, uh, along with educational classes, with anger management classes, with all of these things, with team building activities, with cultural events. But we taught them construction skills, and together they had, you know, renovated and rehabilitated the shops on the former demarcation line that they once contributed in destroying so they, they were rebuilding them together and this was this 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 training that we did turned them into you know um, foremen of of construction and so when uh, when the beirut blast happened on the very on the very day where it happened in and the afternoon i remember i was in i was in a haze and I got all of these phone calls from, 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 from Tripoli saying, we're coming down now, we're coming down, we're coming down, we're coming down, are you okay? Is everyone okay, Etc." And And, you know, I, I told them, okay, well, let's wait for tomorrow. You know, our, our office was completely blown up, you know, my house, everything. And so the next day, you know, you usually you have to push them to come early. They were like bright and early, 8 a.m. in front of, in front of the office with their tools. And they said, we want to help. You know, you know you've trained us for this. We want to help, and first it started, you know, very organically. You know, we were they were going on the street, cleaning up the rubble like everybody else, etc. And then, so we said, you know what? Why don't we combine two things? I mean, offer 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 these young men who have been, you know, victims of neglect and everything, who have learned some expertise and opportunity to to, to work and, and 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 to contribute in rebuilding Beirut, uh, uh, bringing people together, you know, from Tripoli from Beirut, breaking these barriers at the same time and and, and breaking these prejudices. And you know, p- providing this opportunity to to unite and 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 to you know help you know the, the the Beirut residents who were affected by the blast, but also help these marginalized communities by providing them with work opportunities. And so this is how the process of, of rebuilding happened. It was a natural continuation and and something that they wanted to be part of. Uh, uh, uh although they were very scared initially of coming down to, to Beirut, you know, most of them have never set had never set foot out of, of Tripoli in their lives. And they were telling, you know what, you think it will be okay? They will accept us. Uh, maybe they think we are terrorists, you know, maybe they will not like us. And and you know I, I was I was saying, oh my God, in what country are we living are we living in that that you know they were so afraid uh, uh, and actually obviously the 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 reaction was completely the opposite and you know they felt so welcome and this this is this is where i, I say that you know these these fictional uh, 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 you know barriers oh, yes. that that are being created i think on purpose some, some somehow are, are 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 the main the main problem and so what we need to do is in whatever we do is 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 unite unite around positive things you know get people to know one another because fear i
0: think is do you feel though that since the revolution um that's probably why these children or these young men you know when they came down they were accepted i i I don't ever i would never say i ever felt that i mean i'm half english half lebanese and I, i yes i've had my moments where i'm like i'm not sure if i should be in this area but Even when I think that, I've always been invited in for coffee. I mean, that is a very Lebanese thing, no matter who you are or what you do. And uh, I think unless you start to to provoke by saying things, you know, like we are Christian and you are Muslim and you are wrong and I am right, until that conversation happens, there doesn't seem to be any tension. And as you said, those barriers have been placed in uh, in their brains or brainwashed by those who need sectarian power in order to remain in control? So um, I, I, I'm glad, you know, that bridge between Tripoli and Beirut was starting to uh, develop when October 17 kicked off, and August 4 was was like a solidify, solidified that because you got those phone calls, but you have people from Trablos coming down on their own and just. Doing yes. it. I mean, I was there on the second day, on the third day, on the fourth day, and the amount of people I saw from Trablos was insane. And they were just asking everybody, how can I help? How can I help? What should I do? How can I help? Is there anything that I can do? And it, it, it brought me to tears. And um, especially when they were singing, you know, Tripoli's got you like you had us in the revolution. We've got you Beirut. So... I don't know how much this sectarian division is playing in, 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 in the larger scheme of things as the way that we're trying to see the new Lebanon. There are small pockets. I don't even know if these pockets are large. I mean, how do you feel about this? You're on the ground. You do deal with underprivileged communities and you know, um, isolated communities. Um, so do you feel that the growing sentiment is that we are one?
1: Yeah. Okay, so 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 first, if, if I want to go back, definitely, 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 uh, October 17th was was a turning point. Because I, I felt it before that, you know, I've been working in the areas of Ebaytabine and Jamal Bassin First of all, I'm not talking about Tripoli in general, because people tend to generalize. But there are huge, very marginalized areas in Tripoli, such as these areas where even I remember, I'm not from Tripoli. when When someone from Tripoli used to ask me, you know, what are you doing here, what do you do? And I said, you know, I work. In Bebette they were shocked. Like, oh, how do you go there? And I remember that, you know, every time we wanted to do an event to activate the area, we used to really struggle to get people to come, and 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 whether it is what was from from Tripoli or from 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 obviously from the other from the other areas, and I think that definitely or you are right that that august 17 broke this because there was a label on tripoli whether we like it or not there was a label on tripoli that it is you know an extremist city you know it's and 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 actually the thing is it it's it's not first of all it's not true but second of all if you want to to, to break these sectarian divides you have you, you have to you have to mix but that's 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 the problem as long as you ghettoize communities you're gonna have you're gonna have uh, uh, sectarian driven feelings you're gonna have people afraid be- because they are ghettoized and the problem is although i agree with you that something happened in the revolution that kind of broke a lot of these of these sectarian divides but again in very marginalized and ghettoized communities which exist a lot on the ground in lebanon uh, uh uh there are still these uh, uh, prejudices these fears um because because unfortunately uh, um uh, there are many marginalized areas and 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 Beirut is not really an example you know of 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 what happens outside and and it's the result of years and years of of neglect i mean the first time i came to tripoli i i felt i was you know it, it I felt I was out of place, you know. I, I was, I was, I was very surprised. But, but it's it's such an authentic city. It's if it's such a a, a, a a raw city, but with so much authenticity. And I was saying, why is the country so small and yet so disconnected? And 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 we are. And I completely agree with you that what happened have has helped. To break this disconnect a bit, but in, but we still have these fears. There are still, and you feel it in in certain rhetoric, this fear of of being eliminated by the other is still very much present among a, a big percentage of the population, obviously on different levels, but it is still there and it is the result of you know a history. Whether uh, 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 it is the civil war, which you know it ended abruptly, and we did not have a proper truth and reconciliation back then, a proper process, and 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 this has been transmitted from generation to generation, and and today, whether we like it or not, it exists. Obviously, there is a generation that uh, and, and, and groups that that have gone past it and beyond it, but. I do not think that you know they're the ultimate majority i I do not think so
0: so this 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 hope and and I'm going to wrap this up because uh we're, we're getting close, but there's so many questions, but just to remain on the same topic so we don't start to throw our audience everywhere, um everyone is looking forward to these supposed early elections that are going to be brought forward. God knows when, but yes they they should arrive soon. <laughs> you know they're they're, they're in DHL. So, (laughs) um, basically, just having this discussion with you, um, people see, you know, there's groups like Mintishtine and Beitan Beitak and Basecamp, but do you feel that their hope and their vision for for Lebanon is so far removed from the actual situation on the ground and this uh, election that we're going to go into will 90% not change anything?
1: No, I cannot feel that, honestly. Uh, you, you know, uh, I, I, I take my example when I decided to go up to Tripoli, e, everyone thought I was insane and I was an idealist. And, you know, I could not, you know, do what I was doing and work with, you know, very conservative, sectarian former fighters. And, and I didn't listen to anyone. I think that anyone who wants to achieve change should be an idealist somewhere. You know, change is, was, change is never done, real change is never done by realists and and i think that uh, you know if you don't have you know ideas and where you want to go even if in a, what, what, what i say that is that you know with these ideals you have to have resi- resilience that's 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 the key uh, not just abandon or or if 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 you hit brick walls or if you hit challenges the road is is difficult yes uh, I, I, I i do see that the road is difficult But you have to be an idealist, but you have to be resilient at the same time and understand that the road is going to be bumpy. (laughs) It's
0: going to be tiresome. Uh, You might end up with some uh, bruises along the way. But just one one more thing, uh, Leia. is March's mission now going to change uh, we've just been talking about how we still have these isolated marginalized communities and we need to engage them, we need to talk to them, we need to show them, maybe through art, maybe through drama, maybe through what you did in, in Beb Tabbani and Jabl al Muhsin that they do have opportunity, they do have resources available to them, they are safe and they are okay if they want to take that one step out of this bubble they, they sort of now are are stuck in so I mean do you think you're going to find yourselves uh, your, yourself sort of playing that bridge between uh, the between the different- people that um, are currently trying to do politics let's say Sarah we, we, we've got a lot of activists out there we have a lot of people talking but I don't know how much they're reaching their voices or their Thought process or their their visions are reaching these isolated, marginalized communities. they gon- They need someone to talk for you, them you, to them. You
1: know, I, I think that uh, um, uh, I've always believed that you know, working working in peace building has to remain in peace building. Uh, uh, you know, uh, being uh, uh, working in peace building is different from being an activist. It's different from working in politics. And and I've because a lot of people also ask me, you know, are you going to, you know, run for elections, etc. I said, no, this is not my job. I am. I'm an NGO. I, I work in peace building, and I. i I'm. So. So for me, you know, everyone has a role, and 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 my role is not. I don't want it to be on the political uh, level, you know. I. I. And. And. And I think that. Uh, this is my opinion i but a lot of a lot of people try to to bridge all of these things you know NGOs with activism, with politics but 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 for me you know especially when you are a peace builder when you and and i'm 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 also a mediator and so a mediator has to remain somewhat you know uniting working with everybody etc and so and i'd like I'd like my role I know that it's very difficult because everyone wants to, you know to, to, to put you in a in a category but I, I'd like as much as possible I think I would be most
0: beneficial if my role remains the way it is today Well Lea, those are it's been an amazing conversation I, I, I can still fire off 75 million questions but I totally understand where you're coming from I had to ask um, because as you said so many different things are happening and so many missions are changing um, just because things in the country are so accelerated so I was curious to see uh, what you are thinking about. Um, on the last note, I'm going to give you a chance to talk about something you've got going on currently. You're setting up a youth podcast. Oh, yes.
1: And I'm very excited about <laughs> that. And, you know, uh, we, 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 we're waiting for you to come and, and, and visit and give some tips to the Definitely. to the youth. So basically, we're doing that in our second cultural space in Beirut, which is called Huna Beirut. And uh, basically, the youth there also, from different backgrounds, you um, know, get trained on different things. And so we decided that you know we're going to give them a way to express you know themselves and uh, you know to, to to share their thoughts with, with youth from 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 the different areas of Beirut. And so we are setting up yes, a youth podcast called Huna Beirut. <laughs>
0: I'm so happy, I'm so proud. Jessica Joaquim, who's heading this for you, is an absolute angel, wonderful human being. Good shout out to Jess, so you got a post. (laughs) (laughs) So um, just to wrap this up guys, uh, Levant X and March Beirut are both um, crowdfunded organizations. So we do look and rely on donations. So please um, head to buy me a coffee on the Levant X uh, website. And March, how do we donate?
1: Uh, you go to the website, MarchLebanon.org.
0: There you go. I just thought it's better from the horse's mouth. So thank you very much, Leia, for being with us today. It's been an absolute thank pleasure. You so
1: for having and me. can't
0: wait to catch up with you soon. Definitely, definitely. We should. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.